the true mirror of your destiny is not a physical mirror it is the word of god that is who you are sanctification and its physical expression is what many of us call holiness holiness because sanctification has to do with being separated separated set apart from something onto something that is sanctification we are being separated from something onto another thing at first you were covered by something but sanctification separates you uncover that thing out of you so that another thing can be revealed in you and we understand that we carry the nature of men we carry the nature of this world and the kingdom the bible even says that one of the meanings of sanctification is that he separated us from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light so realize that we even where we dwelled was in darkness the bible says that gross darkness covered the people so where we dwelled was even in darkness and then the process of sanctification is meant to separate us from something into something and we have come to understand that what we are being separated onto is christ somebody say christ the full nature of who christ is but sometimes when in dealing with sanctification and holiness for some time now i've realized that the church that has attempted to handle sanctification and holiness handles it by focusing on what they are being separated from so you ask somebody why are you holy he'll tell you because i don't fornicate why are you holy because i don't drink why are you holy because i don't gossip i'm not um a, a quick tempered person or whatever it is i i used to go to the nightclub but i don't go there anymore i used to be that but i don't do that anymore so we have centered our sanctification and our holiness on what we used to be so we keep giving testimonies of what we used to be that we are not but sometimes we forget that the most important aspect of sanctification is not what you stopped or where you stopped going but it is what you have become it is what has been revealed through you so it is not what is gone but it's what exists now am i with the church i want you to understand this so it's the more of christ you are that defines the sanctification process and not the worst sinner you used to be am i talking to a church at all so many of us describe our past more than our present which is christ so with this misunderstanding you realize that we let me i brought something to demonstrate to you jesus gave a demonstration of how people get delivered from demonic powers and he says that when a person when the person is delivered from a demonic spirit and one day he meets have an encounter and the holy ghost delivers the person and every demonic power leaves the person and the person is made whole this is who the person is that is why it's important for us to minister the spirit to people when people get born again it's important that they are filled with the holy ghost sanctification begins from being emptied of everything that you used to carry and then he says that when the demons leave the demons go to roam about seeking rest but if they come if they do not find rest they come back to their original home to see whether it is empty somebody say empty so the focus here is the emptiness sanctification does not end with stopping alcohol no sanctification does not end with stopping your trooping in and out of nightclubs sanctification does not end with just stopping fornication you when you stop fornication you are like an empty vessel like this when you stop drinking alcohol that demon leaves you you are like an empty vessel but when that demon comes back and you are still empty he has the right to possess you again what sanctification does is that when the spirit of pornography leaves 
the spirit of God must fill his place when the spirit of alcoholism leaves the spirit of the Holy Ghost must fill the place am I here with the church at all when the spirit of hip-hop and R&B and whatever leaves the spirit of worship must feel so when you stop listening to hip-hop you must adapt a new spirit and desire to start worshiping if you don't stop worshiping that demon will show up with seven other wicked demons the reason why people say i i stopped this and i went into this i stopped that and i went back i stopped that is because the process of sanctification has not yet been understood the more you stop the more you take so what you have been separated onto you must focus on that to make sure that you are totally filled with that am i here with the church at all so until you are totally filled the problem of the church is that every single service we come for deliverance and we are emptied but we don't go back with an infilling when you stop thinking about naughty things you must replace it with an ardent study of the word to a point that you engage your mind with the word of god that is sanctification not until you engage your thoughts again that demon can come back i have a quiet church here am i talking to you at all so the reason why many of us keep going back and restarting again keep going back because we have not yet understood the process of sanctification when you stop it focus on what you must become that is why the, the focus of the church must not be where you came from and who you used to be the focus must be what god has destined you to be that is christ jesus the fullness of christ so the church must be positioned in a way that every single day you are filling your heart with something about jesus the reason why it's important to listen to the word of god day and night the reason why it's important to read the word of god day and night the reason why it's important to come to church the reason why it's important to fellowship with the brethren it's not because of anything but you are you are going through the sanctification process and anytime there is fellowship and study and prayer and fasting what you are doing is that you are replacing the gap that was left when a certain devil left you some time ago am i here with the church at all if you don't feel that gap that devil will come so god is not interested in your ability to stop what you stop god is interested in your ability to conform to the image of christ after you stop what you stopped so the heavens it is the church that appreciates that you used to go to nightclub but you don't go anymore after you don't you stop going to nightclub you should make church your desire god is not interested in you stopping hating people or to stop hating people god is interested in after you stop hating people you should love people there is a possibility that you don't hate anybody and you don't also love anybody there are people like that they they are just self-loved they love themselves selfish they don't hate you they don't love you they are minding their business so you you not stop hating people doesn't please god the fact that you used to lie and you stop the lie doesn't please god but after the lies you stop lying stand for the truth the nature of christ that is being revealed when things are taken off the nature of the man is taken off the nature of Adam is taking off. The nature of God that is coming up is what you must be interested in. And I believe you know what your spirit is made of. Your spirit is light. So all that God is looking for, the only thing, reason why you are not shining is because a certain human nature is covering the spirit that you carry, which is light. The Bible says in Proverbs 20, 27 that the, the spirit of the man is a candle of the Lord. It's a light. Jesus came and said that you are the light of this world. He was not just talking about your body. He was talking about the nature of your spirit. So the more things are being removed out of you, the more you are uncovered to shine forth. Hey, I pray that may you shine forth as the light of this world. In the realm of the spirit, as you come into Christ, the Bible says that the word became the light of men and the light became the life of men. Hear me very well. You are a shining light and the degree of your intensity of shining depends on your level of sanctification. What is covering your light is controlling who you are in the spirit. 
sanctification brings out our brightness sanctification brings out the nature of our spirits i pray for somebody here whatever is refusing your brightness may the power of the holy ghost remove it tonight remove it this morning in the name of jesus am i here with the church i am zealous for this sermon we we are in a church that everything goes I'm saved so that I can do anything. No. You can't do anything. There is an uncovering going on. At the end of the day, you, shall, you, you must be the fullness of light. One day Jesus spoke and said that the children of the kingdom shall be like the sun. As we are all seated here like this, when we are removed from our bodies, we are light. And if I'm truly a child of God and I'm truly sanctified, you cannot look at me because I'll be like a son. And if you too are truly sanctified and there is no covering over your life, what happens is that when I see you, I cannot also see, look at you because you are the son. And he said that the glories of the stars differs. And now he's saying we are the, the stars, the descendants of Christ or the seeds of Christ are the descendants of Abraham and they are like the stars. And he says the glory of the stars differs. So you realize that as we are seated here today, we are all the stars of Christ, but our shining is not the same. Totally different. The fact that you are ahead of somebody physically doesn't mean that you shine better than the person. The Bible says that they that draw many unto righteousness shall be like the stars. They will shine forth like stars. I'm talking about the process of sanctification. I am not interested in how much you have physically. I'm interested in who you are in the spirit. Who you are in the spirit will surely affect who you will be in the physical. Sanctification is not a joke for the church. The process of separation and cleansing of the body of Christ. It's not a joke. And we started to talk of how God has laid down systems to bring the sanctified church. And last week, I spoke of the reformation according to Hebrews chapter 9 verse 10 we spoke of the reformation and we said that it has to do with being taken back to the straight line the word reformation means to be taken back to the straight way the straight line and I told you that that clearly says that when John the Baptist said he has come to make the crooked path straight as in announcing Jesus was to tell us that everything that was ahead of the people or has gone back into time for the people were crooked paths but John the Baptist came to declare Jesus as the straight path and we saw some of the things that Jesus did for us we explained it and the next thing that I want you to understand in it is that the Bible does not only speak on reformation but speaks on restitution somebody say restitution the Bible speaks of the times of restitution according to Acts chapter 3 verse 19 the times of restitution Repent ye therefore and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Go ahead. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before he was preached unto you, verse 21, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all the holy prophets since the world began. He says that God must receive him unto the fullness of the times of restitution. And you must understand that we are in the place of restitution. Restitution means that to restore to the former state. To restore to the former state. And it will interest you to know that the Greek word clearly states what former state that God wants to restore the church to. And he says that the former state of theocracy 
theocracy the former state it means that the world has been governed by different bodies and authorities but the reason why jesus came was to bring the times of restitution that is at the end of the day god will gain charge over the parts of the people again and god will rule theocracy means god ruling over people god ruling over the earth and he's, he uses he rules through different people to establish his will over the earth that is why when jesus asked them to pray he said that let thy kingdom come and let thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven theocracy is god is in heaven but whatever he wills is what must be done on earth in the process of time many people came and changed the processes and and human will and human governance and demonic governance and satanic governance and all kinds of governance stepped in but the bible said that unto us a child will be born and unto us a son will be given and the governance shall be upon his shoulders am i talking to a church at all so jesus came on earth to establish one thing it was the time of restitution that the world after Adam's sin has been shifted into different rulership, into different government, but God wanted to restore the world back to the state of innocence. When God ruled over the heart of the people, when God was in charge over the earth, when the will of God was done over the earth, I pray for us that may we receive the word of the Lord, that by the power that is invested in us, we shall establish the will of God and make the times of restitution real in the heart of men i'm talking about the time where god would decide for the church and men will stand away but god will choose the church and rule over nations upon cities and towns i'm talking about a point in time where men will keep up themselves to the lord that god can pour himself into men and establish his will on earth as it is in heaven listen to me god's interest was not to make a people for them to rule over themselves god's interest was to make man whom he will rule over and god did not create humans and nations and cities and people so that the devil will be in charge of them god's ultimate intention was that he will make a people that he will decide for them at a point in time he decided the wife of adam for him he decided the work adam would do the bible said he planted a garden and told adam keep it and protect it he was determining the life of men but when men disobeyed men were shifted to a new governance where the devil was deciding for men the devil decide who is sick and who should die and who should live but god said this cannot be this was not my dream my vision my intention for creating man my intention was that i will make a people for my own pleasure where i would determine what they eat i plan the garden for them so what they find there is what they eat i make a woman for the mother who, who she finds is who he marries and then somewhere somehow there was a shift and god said i must come back on earth and correct the error and he came in the person of jesus and died for the world and then said i there shall be times of restitution where i will bring man back to my governance and decide for man my will will be done on earth as it is in heaven if i tell elvis to marry mercy that is what must happen if i tell grace mountain to be in a fan court that is what must happen it is coming a point where men will not decide for themselves the devil will not decide for men situations will not decide the sun will not strike us by day neither the moon by night but god will rule from the heavens and we can say of david and say that i will lift up my eyes onto the hills from when cometh my help my help cometh from the lord for he that watches over israel neither sleep and not slumbers i'm talking about a time where the men can stand and say they that dwell in the secret place of the most high why because god has made a secret place that is his kingdom and anybody that runs into it has run into a strong tower and they shall be saved he said there will come a point when men shall trust in horses others will trust in chariots but they 
that shall trust the name of the Lord others will fall but they will stand I pray that may the eyes of our understanding be open to understand that we were not made to live for ourselves and so a man called Paul understood the vision and said that for me to live is Christ and for me to die is Christ why because all I live for is Christ God is lifting the church to a place where we will understand that whether dominions or powers or principalities or men or women we were all made for him and by him and what there was nothing made that was made without him and before him was nothing made and after him everything was made by him I pray that our eyes shall be opened in seeing we will see and in hearing we will perceive to know that this life is not about us it's not about our boss it's not about our parents it's not about the church it's about God the times of restoration is coming the time of restitution is coming where I don't decide for my life but there is a God seated on the throne that says and speaks a word and it is done for man shall not live by bread alone but by every word that cometh out from the mouth of the father can I tell you your tomorrow your tomorrow is a word in the mouth of the father can I tell you about your marriage your marriage is a word in the mouth of your father can I tell you about your academics your academics is a word in the mouth of your father and when God decides to speak today you are going to school by fire by thunder. I don't know who I'm talking to but there is a word in the mouth of the father that is your life he said that and Joseph remained in bondage until his word came God was waiting to speak a word and Joseph was not in prison by the wickedness of Potiphar's wife he was in prison because God has not spoken a word and when the word of God came though he was in prison by the chief executioner but hear me very well deliverance came for him your word is in the mouth of the father hey, may the mouth of the father be opened over us may God speak over your life this morning we are going back to the times of restitution the time of restitution where God rules over my life nobody nobody can take my life off because God is ruling over my life he decide when I die he decide when I live he decide when I'm comfortable he decide when I cry that is why by this understanding I know that everything happening in my life I'm working together for my good because I have been called according to his purpose everything about my life is governed by the Lord and you see what I'm talking about is as simple as this when men understand this and submit their will to the will of the father all they are saying is that my father let your governance come on earth I'm ready to be submitted I'm ready to be submitted to be used to be worked upon to be sanctified by the father the Bible said they that shall purge themselves from this shall be sanctified for the master's use I cry out for ten people in this place may your word come from the Lord that you may be sanctified for the master's use clap your hands and shout it's my portion it is my portion it is my portion it is my portion when your boss tell you I will dismiss you tell him that it is not by might it's not by power but by my spirit see the Lord because we have entered the time of restitution where the governance is of the Lord ah when someone threatens your life and tells you that you are going nowhere you tell the person it is not he that will it nor he that run it it is the Lord that showed mercy for he will set a table before me in the presence of my enemies he will anoint my head with oil and my cup will run over the measure of your cup is dependent on the oil that God puts on your head and I hear the Lord come upon us and tell us in the last days I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh not upon some people upon all flesh whether a Santini away whether God whether whatever you are American Indian Chinese I will put 
my spirit upon all flesh and the young men shall prophesy the old men shall dream dreams even the male servants slaves shall prophesy and have visions I pray we are in the times of the times of restitution where God does not look at your name to pour oil where God does not look at where your background to increase and prosper we are in the times of restitution where men have been relegated so God can take the place of rulership hey that is the point where Pharaoh is looking to kill you but God is preserving you we are in the times of restitution where the power has been taken away from the hands of men the power has been taken away from the hands of the devil oh grave where is your stink oh death where is your power that body's power has been taken away from him even death's power has been taken when somebody tell you the spirit of death is after you tell them that the key is with Jesus he is untouchable I am untouchable I am not in the times of the former state or the informal state the times and dispensation of men and the devil I'm in the time of God where he rules over my life that is why I'm bold to tell you that you will cross over 2019 because the one who watches over your life is not a devil it's not your auntie it's not your father it's not your mother that when he's offended he will tell you are not present the one who watches over your life is the Lord of Lords the one who died and saved you he's the one that watches over our lives I am secured in the Lord why because the governance of the Lord is upon the earth your will be done on earth as it is in heaven it doesn't matter what you are going through if God has settled you in heaven then it's a matter of time you will be settled on earth if God has blessed you in heaven and the other day I read my Bible in Ephesians 1 and he told me that he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven if I have been blessed in the heavenly places then the earth must answer to my blessings the earth must respond to my blessings the earth must speak for can I tell you something the earth responds to the heavens that is why when you put a seed in the soil it waits for the heaven to pour water so that it will bring the production whatever is from heaven is what the earth responds to the Bible said he that is from above is above all if your blessing is not from heaven then it is a shoddy blessing but if it is from the heavens your healing is coming from heaven your promotion is from heaven your elevation is from heaven and you know what will happen on earth what is in heaven must it must and and you know you know what it means it also means that let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us our daily bread it means that the will of heaven means that no Christian must go hungry I have been young but now I am old I have never seen the righteous and his generation beg for bread what is in heaven right now is that no believer must be hungry no believer must live without food no believer must live without a job no believer must live am I here with the church at all he said that the will of God in heaven that must be done on earth according in ordinances of his government is that whatever thing called daily bread you must receive it to some of us daily bread is a car to some of us a daily bread is a house because all you are crying for is that Lord give me accommodation I came to announce to somebody as your eyes are open the governance of heaven is bringing you a daily bread the governance of heaven is bringing you a daily bread clap your hands and shout it is my person he says that uh, am i here with the church at all the will of heaven also says that deliver us from the evil one the will of heaven is that whatever this in they can work at the evil against you they can plot against you the will of heaven is said that let them plot but one thing is assured you will be preserved let them attack one thing is assured you will be protected that is the will of heaven that must be done on earth and you know it happens for those who have accepted the kingdom and i pray that as many of us that have accepted the governance of heaven and declare that god rule over 
over my life. God, be the master. Be my, my master. Be my Lord. That is why the Bible said, they that confess the Lord Jesus and believe in their heart, they that confess the Lord, the Lord, the Lord. If you can establish his governance upon you, then you are saved. <laughs> Am I here with the church at all? It, 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 is, it is like I'm telling you that if you can get a first class, then you are saved. If you can lock your door, then you are saved. If you can have a car, then you are saved. If you can be connected to a president, then you are saved. He said that anyone that confesses that Jesus is Lord, you are saved. You are saved from sickness. You are saved from death. You are saved from hell. You are saved from every iniquity. You are saved from the power of sin. You are saved. Someone said, I'm saved. Some, sometimes when we talk of salvation, all we look out for is that we are being delivered from hell. No. He says that if you can make Jesus your Lord, you are a secure human being. Am I here with the church? If only you can make Jesus Lord, you are secure. So if somebody tells you that the economy is bad, tell the person Jesus is Lord. So I am safe. If, if the person tells you that there is a disease breakout, you tell the person Jesus is Lord. So I am safe. If the person tells you you are going for a visa, this, this embassy doesn't give visa. You tell them Jesus is Lord. I'm safe. I'm a safe person. I'm secure. The Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Very safe. I am, I am very safe as a pastor. It doesn't matter how corrupt the system is. So the Bible says that as many that believe, it says, go out there and preach the gospel. As many as believe and they are baptized, they shall be saved. And they will drink poison, it shall not harm them. Somebody shout, I'm a safe person, I'm, I'm secure. He said that they shall, they shall handle serpents and they shall not harm them. It doesn't matter the arrows that are flying, it's a safe place safe place you see the bible says that if a man be in christ so christ is not just a person he's a place it's a safe place it says that such a man will have the hope of glory christ is a safe place they that dwell in the secret place if you want to know that secret places that dwell in the secret place of the Messiah. They shall abide under a shadow. The Bible says that we are the branches of the vine. And it says that if they dwell in that place, a thousand will fall on their left. Ten thousand will fall on their right. Only with their eyes shall they behold. You know what it is? They that dwell in Jesus will only help the fallen. But for them... So when 10,000 are falling, I look to my right, I see fallen people, and I lift them up, I lift them up, I lift them up, because we are the lifter of the heads of men, we lift them up, when I look to my left, I lift them up, why? Because I've entered into the realm of theocracy. He said that at a point in time you shall hear a voice that will tell you turn to the left turn to the right as many as are led by the spirit they are the children of god there is the restitution of times where god wants to take us back to the garden of eden listen the 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 experience of the garden of eden was not the fact that God gave them things as in garden, rivers, stones, wife. That, that was a part of the experience. But the experience was a relationship. The Bible says that in the, in the noontime, God walked into the garden to go and talk with men. You see, at that time, the relationship was so strong that the only voice men heard was the voice of God. So when God came and God asked, why have you hid yourself? And Adam said that, I am naked. God to ask Adam, 
who told you in other words in this realm we find ourselves my my voice is the only voice you must be hearing and i will never tell you you are naked so now who told you that you are naked who has been talking to you in this realm i do not allow people to talk to you, you know what is happening in your life when the theocracy government comes upon your life god separates you from voices god separates you from things that are not right so he told adam keep and guard this garden dress it and keep it guard it don't allow i'm the only one who have access into this garden if anybody must come and talk to you it should be me not anyone else so keep it you know what it means it means that no other person must have a place in your heart only god in the governance of god god takes over the heart of men and he sits in and the bible said know ye not that you have become the temple of the holy ghost and that god dwells inside of you you know it's good to marry but your wife must remain in your mind not in your heart it's god that must take that position it's good to have companies but they must remain in your mind and not in your am i talking to a church at all god must have a place god must have a place he said which other voice did you hear so when jesus came in matthew chapter 4 verse 17 he says that repent ye for the kingdom of god is at hand repent why did he say repent change your mind the word repent there the bible said that was the beginning of jesus's message the word repent there means change your mind why because the kingdom of heaven is coming change your mind to meet that kingdom it means that that kingdom is coming to establish a new principle that your old mindset cannot handle so change your mind work on your mind reconsider before that kingdom comes so you realize that throughout his sermons throughout it, many of us have taught repent there to be just repent from sin go and search the greek meaning and the arabic aramic meaning of when jesus said repent it means that change your mind reconsider because a new kingdom is coming it has its own principles it has its own governance it's coming it's the governance of the lord it's coming it's coming and everybody in the church must know that this kingdom is not as that which used to be the reason why you cannot have the mindset of an academician in this kingdom is because it carries a different method of oppression you can't carry the mindset of a physician an engineer a scientist a grammarian a manager in this kingdom it it needs a different mindset to function in it he gives he gives the parable of the talent it was not just a parable jesus was telling them how the kingdom is going to function so prepare your minds for it that everybody that comes to the kingdom will be given something and at the end of the the ages you will account for that thing that was given to you that everybody in this kingdom must be serviceable you are not just in the kingdom walking about and claiming i'm in church there must be something you should be doing you must change your mind to meet such revelation of the kingdom even if it's sweeping in the church you must nobody's allowed to bury his talent in this kingdom everybody must be doing something in this kingdom and jesus is saying that change your mind reconsider reset your mind to meet this reality of the kingdom you must be serviceable we speak of the of the talent of the pearls he says that somebody found a land that had a treasure in it and he went to sell everything he had and came to buy that land so he can get the treasure you must change your mind to understand 
you being called a child of God clearly states God has defined how he sees you he sees you as his treasure he sees you as his treasure let no man let you think that God ever hates you God loves me with the same measure he loves you we are all his treasures am I here with the church he loves all of us with the same value only that he doesn't trust all of us because not every one of us have changed our minds to suit the oppression of this kingdom so God values us every single day there were times he calls us his royal diadem there were times he calls us his jewels there are times he calls us treasures I will not live and die anyhow if somebody threatens you that you are nobody you should have this mindset that I am a treasure of Christ he spoke of the parable of the of the sower different grounds he was telling us every time we come to church there are three different people that will be in the church those who hear the word and forget those who hear the word and are happy but they go out there and a problem comes and they forget the word and those who hear the word they remember but they are too busy the cares of this life and the pursuit of money has choked the word Jesus taught it before we are here and he said there are the last he said those people they are not fruitful they know the word they know they know they must evangelize they know jesus is coming back again they know there is hell they know that the power of god has come to save they know the mysteries of the sacrifices of christ but they are not ready to bear fruit with it they are not ready to preach they are not ready to win souls with it and he talked of the last people he said those are the ones who receive the word with understanding and they go out there and bring fruit the living bible says that they go out there and win souls and if, if they win 30 people they win Win 60 people they win 100 people they go out there and win souls and you see jesus has already defined them four or three different fields already and he knows the many people who live here today and go and spread the word of god and win a soul do you know that per that per that parable it clearly tells us that the least person in the kingdom must at least win 30 people to the kingdom before you die you must study the parables to understand that you are not just in this church for church sake you must at least win 30 people some must win 60 people individually others must win 100 people that is the only way you have been fruitful in this kingdom so when we are shouting and preaching and doing something like that we know what we have seen our minds have been worked upon by the word of god if your mind is not worked upon by the word of god you undermine certain mysteries in the world can you imagine that God is looking out for you the least in this church the one who says that I'm not interested in church but I'm still in the kingdom the least should at least win 30 people before you die there is one parable of the unforgiving servant he said his, his master forgave him everything but he went out from his master and then when he went out he met another person who owed him and he bound the person and cast the person to prison he said that the other disciples came back and tell the master he said the master called on him bound him and put him in fire you know what it means the only inevitable character in this kingdom is love the Bible says, for God so loved the world and gave his only begotten son, that through his blood you will be forgiven. Any day you stand to say, I will not forgive you, or I do not love this person, what you are doing is that the master will call you back and redraw his mercy. He said, give him to the tormentors. Give him to the tormentors. It means that any unforgiving Christian, and any unforgiving child of God in the, in the kingdom, one thing that happens is that for anyone you did not forgive, everything you did in the past that you deserve a punishment, the tormentors will come back. And this time, tormentors are not physical beings. These are demonic powers. One of the reasons why many church folks pray a lot, fast a lot, but are in serious and terrible problems. They say, Ubiya, 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 Everybody 
somebody has someone he has decided never to forgive he says that when we take that position we shall be given back to tormentors one of the things I fear in this life is to realize that I become bitter over somebody I fear it like death because I know the mystery behind it if you don't study the mysteries of the kingdom you will be in the kingdom and because of your unchanged mindset you will suffer for nothing he said he will give him to the tormentors everything you ever did that you deserve punishment that Jesus took for you the punishers will come back again and handle you am I talking to a church at all changing the minds to suit the kingdom love is not an option in this kingdom it's not an option the parable of the ten virgins five had extra oil other five were sleeping without oil that is what we are seeing today Jesus said work on your mindset because the kingdom will be like this change your mind and do not fall into this there will come a point in time that only some few people will pursue oil the rest will be sleeping and they will be walking in the light of others you see the room was only carrying the light of the other five that had extra oil the other five that had no extra oil their lights went off and they were they were only enjoying the light of the others can i tell you something if 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 your life have to be at the mercy of an anointed man of god every day for 10 years you are like the five foolish versions and he said that the bridegroom is coming he's coming so when we are praying and we tell you that pray for the infilling of the holy spirit you must pray because you need you need the oil to stir up your light every moment of the day you you need to be on light your holy light must be on your prayer light must be on your bible study light must be on your 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 peacemaking light must be on your love light must be on you must be glorying with extra oil of the spirit with you you must have essence of the spirit you don't point every day to that apostles and that prophet they are good they are powerful most at times we are the suppliers of the oil but the truth of the matter is that God is not expecting you to come to church and look for the light of the pastor to shine on you you must demand oil from the pastor am I here with the church at all that is what I'm giving you this morning as your eyes are being open and you are practicing the word you are generating oil for your lamp am I here with the church at all that is the vision I have for this church that I will groom people to a point that they'll generate oil for their lamp so that their lamp was light up Jesus told this he knew the kingdom that was ahead of us and he wanted to work on the minds of the disciples to understand that this world it will get to a point when you don't take care you will be under somebody's light and you will think that you are enjoying but at the point in time when the master comes we will all show forth our light and where will be your light the Bible says that we are the light of the world he gave a testimony about John the Baptist he said that John the Baptist was a burning lamp a burning lamp continuously there was oil in his lamp I pray receive the oil of the Lord so that your light will shine forth continuously daily Christianity is not like your old life please don't compare social gatherings to Christianity I'm in a WhatsApp group I'm in a setting group I'm in that this is what they do so this is no sir no no there's a different mindset in Christianity this is the will of God being done on earth as it is in heaven. This is the will of God being done. And the mindset of men must be changed. So the Bible says that may we have the mind of Christ. He came on earth and was able to reconcile with the way God thinks right in heaven. That our minds will be changed to suit this kingdom. I pray for a church that will look beyond themselves. I pray for this church. This kingdom is not subject to the laws and ways. It's subject to faith. You change your mind towards it. This kingdom is a call to sacrifice and death. He that loses his life for my sake will find it. He that finds his life shall lose it. It's a call of death. Your life is not for you. Jesus told us so that our minds will be shifted. To accept this mystery of the kingdom 
The reason why we have different people in the church is because not every one of us has adjusted our minds. We are, we are still too wise for the word of God. We are too wise for God's word. So we have not yet adjusted ourselves for this world. If any man will follow me, let him carry his cross. Deny himself. So why are you still keeping yourself? Deny himself and follow me. It means that there must come a point that you have to choose between you and the work of God. And you must choose the work of God. Deny himself and follow me. It takes a changed mind. It takes a mind that has been transformed. So Paul in Romans chapter 12 said, I beseech you therefore my brethren, that you will present your bodies as a living sacrifice, not a dead one. Holy and acceptable unto God. That is your spiritual service. And he said, don't be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Renew it. And when you renew it, you realize that God is asking of everything about your life. All of you. All of you. You have nothing to keep. Nothing to take away from him. If money, glamour, luxury is the reason why you are in ministry, change your mind. Change it. Change it. Change it. Fame. Fame. The service of men. So that you also, people see you and call you Papa, Father, Reverend, Bishop, Pastor, Prophet. Is that all? This time, as at this time, 2020, I've, I've, I've been booked for programs in 2020. And I've been asking myself, Lord, after these programs, when I go, what am I going with? Why, why, why do you even want to go and preach it somewhere? What's the impact? Change your mind. Change. This kingdom needs a change of mind to understand that God first. God takes the lead. God controls the affairs. God is everything. As many as are led by the Spirit, they are the children and the sons of God. Rise up on your feet. Thank you for listening to Pastor Elvis Ajeman. Pastor Elvis is a dynamic teacher of the Word of God. He is an author, a passionate preacher of God's Word, with a desire of transforming lives in the power of the Spirit. His ministry is characterized by a great outpouring of the Holy Ghost, with accompanying signs, wonders, and uncommon miracles. He's the head pastor of Grace Mountain Ministry, located at Seven Days Junction, off the Achimota of Ankor Barrier, Accra. You can follow the ministry of Pastor Elvis Ajiman on any of his social media handles at Pastor Ajiman Elvis or Grace Mountain Ministries. Or you can call us on 0552-504-085 or 0548-003-360. God richly bless you.